Tonight's scripture is from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 10, verses 40 and 42. Whoever welcomes you welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet in the name of a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever welcomes a righteous person in the name of a righteous person will receive the reward of the righteous. And whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of a disciple, truly I tell you, none of these will lose their reward. The word of the Lord. I think I got a pretty good handle on what this text is supposed to mean, or not supposed to, what it does mean. I think I know um, where Matthew's going with all this. This comes at the very end of a long part, one major section of Matthew. I think I know what Matthew's trying to say here about uh, this small group that's following him. And... um, I don't like it that much. So I'm going to turn it. I'm going to change it. Because this text was originally written for a oppressed minority. And, um, well, we're just not that. So I'd like to change it a little bit. I'd like you to join me, if you would. And a little experiment, a little thought experiment. It's like, so suppose that you were walking down the street of a large American urban center. Perhaps you're out, you're going to dinner, or you're going to the theater, or you're going shopping, or maybe you're just, you're lost. And you decide it would be easier to just park your car and get out and ask somebody for directions. You get out, you do that, and that, at that moment, you are approached by someone who, let us use the phrase, looks like a homeless person. This homeless person, and let's be clear, you do not know the status of this person with regard to home or anything else. He just looks like a homeless person, whatever that might mean to you. These are your thoughts. This homeless person approaches you and says, excuse me. Could you spare a dollar? Maybe he says, could you spare a dollar for the bus, or I need a dollar to buy a hamburger, or I just need one more dollar to get a bed in the shelter, or maybe they just says, can you spare a dollar, giving no explanation. Now the question in this experiment is simple. Do you give him a dollar? One school of thought says, no, no, absolutely not. The chances that this person is going to use that dollar for the bus or a hamburger or a bed in a shelter, I mean, does it even cost to get a bed in a shelter? No, that's not. We don't know anything about this. But listen, we don't even know for sure how much a hamburger costs. We don't go to those kind of places. Or how much does it cost to ride the bus? 
Who rides the bus? For our purposes here, we do not know any of these things. So no, you do not give the homeless person a dollar because he is more likely to take that dollar and buy drugs or alcohol with it. It does no one any good to give him a dollar. What's a dollar gonna do for him? He has a problem and he needs help. Also, the more drug addicts and alcoholics on the street, the more crime there is and that affects everybody. The second school of thought says, yes. Yes, of course you give him a dollar. Why? Because someone asked you for a dollar. Do you have a dollar? Then give it to him. What are you going to do with a dollar? A dollar probably means a lot more to him than it does to you. I mean, what if he's hungry or needs a place to stay or needs a, to ride the bus to see his kids or go to the doctor? But that is completely unlikely, interjects school one. Yes, perhaps you are right, responds school two, but so what? Let's assume he's going to buy alcohol with that dollar. If you were in his position, you might want to drink. But what he does with that dollar is not your business. He's a grown man. You're not his mom or his dad or his social worker or his minister. You're a person on the street. And you're lost, I might add. So you don't have a right to determine whether or not he is going to use the dollar in an appropriate or healthy way or a self-destructive way. It is not your business. You say, you can, you can say, no, I don't want to give you a dollar. This is my dollar and I'm going to keep my dollar. But you can't say to yourself that you are not going to give him a dollar for his own good or for the good of society. Since when did you ever care about the good of society? The only time you care about the good of society is when someone asks you for a dollar. When someone is not asking you for a dollar, are you thinking of the ways other people should act for the good of society? Do you think when your neighbor buys an SUV that gets eight miles per gallon, do you think, she really has a problem, she needs help? No. Now, school one is feeling a bit attacked by school two, and I have to agree that school two is coming on a little bit strong for a simple thought experiment. I mean, if someone asks you for a dollar, do you give them a dollar? And whoever gives even one cold cup of water to one of these little ones will not lose their reward. Whoever gives even a cup of cold water. Forget all that other stuff that Matthew was trying to say with this. Let's just focus on that. That I like. I love that. I mean, could it be that simple? I think maybe it could. The ethics of the kingdom of God, right here, concise, elegant, pure, freeing, and practical. It addresses our situation on the street, right? But it also has larger implications. It answers the great question, how then shall I live? Well, you should be nice. If it is embraced, this simple little instruction takes one out of the realm of moral law, intellectual, ethical philosophizing, and puts one on the street with a person. 
It does not start at the top with a grand notion of how the kingdom of God should restructure society. It simply says in the most mundane of situations, give a cup of cold water. Offer the most basic kindness to a stranger, water, a cup of cold water. It is not as if even talking about a situation, we're not even talking about a situation here where someone is like dying of thirst. That's not what it says. It's just very casual. It's like, hey, would you like a drink of water? It tells us to treat a stranger the way we would treat someone who's a guest in our home. Somebody comes in, they sit down, they say, you say to you, do you want something to drink? This is just a way of seeing the world. A way that we should be seeing all people. It's about seeing the other as one of your own. It's about basic human kindness. It is just being nice. The ethics of the kingdom of God surely can have implications for global warming or be able to address poverty and violence, but first, it's concerned with being nice to other people. First, to drink a water. Then you can chat a little bit to this other person about their family, show them pictures of your kids, tell them a funny story about your cat, and then you can move on to how McDonald's is ruining the rainforest. But first, the water. This little verse is so amazing in its freedom. It tells us straight out, give the man the dollar. Well, what about that? No, forget that. For me to reason out what the appropriate uses are for that dollar and then assess this stranger's ability to act rightly, to judge what is best not only for him, but then to extend that deciding its effects on the whole society that will make the world a better place, well, that seems like it puts me in charge of, like, the whole world, doesn't it? It makes me God. But that beautiful little cup of cold water knocks me right out of heaven, back down onto the sidewalk. And for that, I'm grateful.